Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Two Ports from Boca. I'm your lovely host, Amelia Schreibman, and you are... Lorianne LaSalle. She's the other lovely host, yes. and we are the Two Broads from Boca. We're coming to you today. We are obviously pre-recorded um, because we are having a wonderful guest on our show today. Um, but before we get to that, how are you? I'm good. Just crazy. It was like hit the ground running after the new year. I was yeah. like, relaxation over. Let's well, get moving. I, I don't feel, I'm feeling quite relaxed and quite actually... Um, I like this whole like thing now that I'm going through of like, you know, kind of like a uh, fuck you kind of thing. <laughs> I am just like, here I am. You don't like it. Go to hell. <laughs> and I'm enjoying every minute of it. And I get younger every second, every second that I do that. That so, you cannot beat. No, you cannot beat. I look, I'm in scrubs today because I had to do something else. So I, I pardon the, the fashion faux pas. All right. So everything else is good. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You look pretty. Thank you. Yeah, I don't like you when you always look pretty. <laughs> okay. But as moving along with our new year, new you kind of thing, we know it's cliche, Very cliche, but we still can always improve ourselves in one way, shape or another. And one of the things we want to talk about today with our guest is fashion. What can we do to improve our fashion? Absolutely. Without our, breaking the bank. Without breaking the bank. And if you want to break the bank, go ahead and do that too. But we're going to talk to Sydney Sadik. She is a TV correspondent and writer who concentrates on fashion and celebrity. Um, she covers things like New York Fashion Week, the Met Ball, and all those fun things. She does events for Schultz and De Beers, which I happen to have as my personal favorite. Um, and as the such, she is also um, an expert in style and savvy, um, and she is um, somebody who's gonna be able to help us. She is also an author of a new book. It's called About Aim High, How to Style Your Life and Achieve Your Goals. And she delivers an important message for women, how you can influence who you are and how you feel mm -hmm. and live a more meaningful life, not just by how you look. So it's the inside out. Well, it's so true. I mean, right now, if you think about with everything that's going on with COVID, I was talking about this on last week's show, how people are going out in their pajamas and literally exactly. not combing their hair. And it has a lot to do Guilty. with your mental mood, stats. your energy, how hard you're going to be and being productive in your work. Um, if you're slopping around in, in sweatpants all day, I don't think you're going to be as productive as if when you dress up, get up, put makeup on, even if you're staying home and doing Zooms, it has a lot to do oh, with yeah. I mean, you hear the horror stories of the Zooms when the Zoom, when the computer falls <laughs> and there you are and you're on your way out. And your undies. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Anyways, um, so let's hear I, what, and I love her name. I love the name Sydney. Don't you love, I love that? I always Sydney. wondered if people who are named like after cities like Paris, Sydney, Austin, were they conceived there? I always wanted to. Know. See, when I hear Sydney, I don't even think of Australia. I just love the name. I, I do too. I just think it's a very pretty feminine just think, yeah, name. I gotta go. It's yeah, a very fashionable like name, actually. I do. I like it too. Except I don't see Sydney in the waiting room anymore. So we're gonna wait and see where Sydney went. Oh, she heard us make fun of, not make fun, not, of, but talk about her name in Australia. No, she <laughs> that was like, it. That's, just went away. that's my name. So, so we're just sitting here waiting for Sydney, and I guess. Um, you know, it could be a, a technology issue. It could, as technology always. Problems. As always. What does it say? It says that she's waiting to be let in. Okay, hold on one second. So it's ours now. Mm -hmm. And 
No, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> so we're going to have to start all over again because she was here and then she went away. Kicked her out. Kicked she's her out of it. the waiting room. She's going to have to sign in again because she's not on it. She came up and she's not. Okay. <laughs> so, and here she is. Do you think that scrubs or something? That this is a fashion faux pas. And she's, I can't wait to hear about this. But there's nothing you can do. When you're in my profession, you're not going to work looking like a pretty girl. A lot of times you look like you just came out of bed and you run into the Publix. But I can't help it. This is the way. I, I, I have not makeup on. Not right, now I'm letting her in. I don't know. Again. You told me to talk. Now I don't no, talk. No, let her in. Miss Sydney. Hi. Hi. Well, aren't you beautiful? <laughs> Thank you. How are you? I'm good. And you look gorgeous. Oh, my God. Okay, I have to apologize about my scrubs, but I'm a nurse practitioner <laughs> by day. So this is a fashion faux pas um, for you. Because I always feel like when I'm around somebody like you, that I'm like, oh, God, she's just taking me inch by no, inch. No, <laughs> not at all. My dad's a doctor, so I am very used to this problem. Oh, okay. oh, so right. it's very part of my world. Right. But you absolutely look stunning, I have to say, the whole thing. Thank you. And eat the makeup, the earrings. And we have a jillion questions for you. And I'm ready. I just think you're, like, amazing. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I have to say I have shoes in my closet older than you, but that's a whole story <laughs> for another day. So a lot of our, our- I love that. We have, you know, we live in a part of the States that is very fashionable. Um, but it's also very warm climate, borderline sweltering hot, hot most right. of the year. You know, so flip flops. Which is why I love when I go to other cities like Manhattan or Chicago, I always say, Look at how fabulous all Everybody these people looks. are dressed because you can dress like that a little more in different climates. So for here right. in Florida, it's very difficult. Most people walk around in jeans and flip-flops and shorts and flip-flops. And tank tops and flip-flops. Um, and I'm very fashion conscious. So when I go out, everyone always says, why are you so dressed up? And I'm like, yes, I like it. Exactly. Anyone can ever ask you. No, I, I always say it's the worst. Like you, you say, and we'll talk about your book in a little while, but like you say, it's, it's a whole mindset fashion. It's not, you know, sometimes you see girls in jeans and a tank and a nice pocketbook and a cute pair of earrings and they look stunning. I think it's all attitude right. and mindset. So, you know, our, our audience spans from thirties till death. So the, the biggest thing I think I find for, for women in the middle of that is you want to be trendy, you want to be fashionable, but you also want to be like age appropriate. Mm -hmm. So what is the best hint or not so subtle hint that you can give people <laughs> regarding that? I always say that women of every age can truly wear just about every trend, but you have to differentiate it based on silhouette, color, pattern. There's little things that you can tweak to make it more comfortable for someone depending on your age. So like my mother, my grandmother with animal prints, like I would feel very comfortable in my twenties wearing a bodycon tight little animal print dress. My mother would probably feel better wearing a blouse paired with a jean or something in a heel. 
my grandmother would go even more conservative and probably do like a cashmere sweater in the form of a print, right, within like a tailored black pant. So it's just about figuring out what works for you depending on where you are in life. And I think that depends for everyone. And age is just a number for many people. So it really just depends on the person. What about body type? Because obviously there's a Jillian, I am totally a pair. Like I couldn't be more pair hourglass, you know, either way I could go, but I got that bottom situation going on and she is so tall and slim and she could wear a napkin and it would look good (laughs) on her, you know? So like, how do you address those things? (laughs) Yeah. I think when it comes to body type, we're all very different. And not everything works on everybody. Someone like myself, or clearly you, because we have the similar bottom situation that most women want, is I can't wear low-rise jeans for the life of me. That just doesn't work. And I think women have to stop being so hard on themselves, thinking that we have to look good and everything. That's not how life works. Not everything is perfect. We're all very unique and different. But when it comes to body types, we just want to feel confident in our clothing. And that to me is the most important thing. I would rather look really great in an oversized shirt that might not be the sexiest, but makes me feel good about myself than feeling like I'm wearing something that just wasn't meant for my body. So I think that's also the key is figuring out what we feel our best and what is going to make us feel like we can achieve the goals that we want out of life based on the clothing that we put on. But I think certain little things like going for a high-waisted silhouette or um, going for darker colors on the bottom than brights on tops are things that everyone can do no matter what size that you wear. But it's a trial and error. It sure is. Yeah, and I also feel that everyone, you know, the trends are constantly changing, but everything seems to come back around. So years ago, it was bell bottoms and then they went away and then recently they came back, same thing with neon colors. But I think people sometimes feel pressured to be a part of every single trend. And I feel now at the age that I'm at, which is in the 40s, 40s now, I think I've learned from my mistakes because I used to say, oh, it's bell bottoms. I'm going to go out and get bell bottoms. And I hated the way they looked on me. And they would sit in my closet with the tags on. And they would just sit there. And eventually people, I think, donate them. They get rid of them. They put them on Poshmark. So... I think the key to, and you can answer this better, this is my opinion, is that you should have, there are certain things you can have in your closet that can keep you up to date as the times change, like certain staples that everyone should have on any budget. Right. I think what you're saying is exactly true. What's old eventually always becomes new again in fashion, and we do have a habit as just people who we probably in today's times more than ever, we get over things very quickly. So -hmm. as soon as we feel like we don't look good in something or it's not on trend, we want to get rid of it. Sometimes I think in a lot of ways, that is the best thing to do because you just want what makes you feel the best about yourself in your closet. But there are other moments where if you keep some things, they can come back and you can bring them back and reinvent them in different ways. But I think right now, just because of the state of the world that we've been in, with the pandemic and how that's really impacted fashion houses and designers from being able to produce the sorts of clothes 
and even accessories that they normally would do, we're now in this really nice moment that it's not just about what Chanel bag can you wear right now? What is the hottest gown? Like it's so much more about being individual and what works for everyone. And there's not as much of this cool click vibe going on where if you don't have that item, you're not considered to be part of something. So I think this is a really nice sort of blessing in disguise because people are just wearing what makes them good, feel good about themselves. And if, even if that's just a pair of sweatpants, fine. Like that's fine. That's just what makes you feel good. So I like this moment that we're living in. That's not just about what's being posted on a website like Vogue Runway. I love mm -hmm. the, I love your enthusiasm mm -hmm. because you, now I feel like there's hope for me. Um, <laughs> but like, I think, I think a lot of women, particularly myself, if you buy something and it's a size six, but then you go to buy something else and, and the six fit you in that cut, but then you're now in an eight. Women get very hooked up on the size. That number means a lot. And, and what do you have to say about that? I understand it. When I had graduated from college, I went to George Washington University in DC. I tell this story, my friends were all drinking at bars and I instead was eating my way through cupcake stores along <laughs> the streets of Georgetown. And I gained a lot of weight. I gained 30 pounds. I am very petite. And it was very difficult for me because for, I would say around four years after that, I was dealing with very similar sort of floating sizes, a 26 in jeans one day, maybe a 28 another day. And so I understand that we get very caught up in what that size means. But I think at the same time, you can, because if it's not a weight gain situation, as women's, our bodies are constantly with age, with, you know, pregnancies, just with lifestyle changes. So I think you can't be as hung up on the size. And sometimes clothing looks better if you do go up a size versus going down or whatever you I, choose. Like it always depends on the piece. So embrace that and just embrace the theory that we should just wear what looks good versus what it says. Because sometimes these brands anyway screw up the sizing and it's just not a real indication of where you actually are. No, because a lot of times you want to walk out of the fitting room and find Crying. something to hang yourself with. <laughs> It's, it's a horrible feeling. It's, it's a horrible feeling. The so, bathing suits, I get more caught up with. Oh, please, but, I can't yeah. even go there. But, the, you know, again, that's another thing. I think even undergarments are important. If you're not wearing the proper undergarments, I don't think the clothes often reflect how you could look. So I think totally. you have to start there too. I think some women are so ashamed of Spanx being their best friends. Mm -hmm. And I've been wearing Spanx since my 13 year old bat mitzvah when I didn't like that I was very bloated. Oh. On like my first period, I had this beautiful <laughs> custom Vera Lang dress. I was very fortunate, but I was very bloated. It was my first year having my period. And I just remember being like, what am I doing? My mom's like, you're gonna wear Spanx. Oh. And that to me was like this really great opportunity to feel like there was a solution to me can feel confident in my clothes. Yeah. So I agree. It's the best base that you can have is the alignment. I like your attitude because it's, it's very freeing. It really is very mm -hmm. freeing to say that, you know what, we are not perfect and clothes are not meant to be on perfect bodies. They're meant to be on our bodies. Right. These models who we see, I mean, listen, like this is the first season where I was not at fashion week. I would go to 30 shows every single season. I've seen these models. I'm friends with many, like they are beautiful, but they are not the everyday woman. And no. you can't compare yourself to models. You can't even compare yourself to the Kardashians because they all have so much work done, which is, if that's what makes them happy, great. 
but we are all different and you just can't look at life as this one box where we're all supposed to fit in the same clothing. Love it. Love it. So what do you recommend for us as, as you know, on a budget, regular person, what are good staples to have in your closet? Well, I always say that price does not equate style. You can literally go to a 99 cent store or Salvation Army and find pieces and look incredible and have not spent over $20. So I think that's the first thing is to stop thinking that you have to spend a lot of money in order to get the look. But I think some basics that never go wrong, or of course your great fitting pair of jeans that you can dress up or down. Something that I love to do whenever I'm in Florida is actually double up my bathing suits as body suits and wear them with jeans and then like throw oh, on- Good idea, I like that. A fun little like jacket over it or something. So mm -hmm. I think the jean, having your staple one piece that you can wear from the beach and then out afterwards. I think a great statement pair of hoop earrings, like mine are a little more basic today, but you have I your love the hoops. I am a hoop yeah, girl since I had pierced earrings. Love. Right. And I think right now, since so much of what we're doing is from the waist up, we're really trying to make mm -hmm. a statement um, on this upper half portion of our bodies. So hair accessories are definitely here to stay. We're seeing a lot of the top knot headbands, which I know um, some women, like even my mother, she was like, can I even wear these? Like, does, is it right? And she actually started incorporating them and oh, she loves them. So I think it's these little tweaks right now in our wardrobes that are really what are going to make you feel fulfilled. And it's not even all about getting just all dressed up anymore. It's just about wearing things that make us excited and like you want to put on clothing and not just being your PJs all day. That's cool because it is, it's horrible. In the beginning, everybody just looked the same. <laughs> we all look like prisoners of, of our own home. So it's, it's feel that way. Refreshing. So tell us about your book. So my book is called Aim High, How to Style Your Life and Achieve Your Goals. And it really stemmed off of me going on these different television shows for so many years, the Today Show, E! Daily Pop, Inside Edition, and having so many women and men, frankly, kind of like you guys, like from really young, and as you say, till death, which I love. Um, it's <laughs> but it's true. And they all wanted advice beyond those eight minute television segments. And it was more just about not how to just find your personal style, but how to bring out your confidence from within. So that is what Aim High is really about. It's a motivational book to help you find your style, but really how learning that the way that you dress can affect your mood and can affect okay. your ability to be determined and achieve the goals that you want out of life. Because the way that we dress kind of like you said, we're scrubs. Like it is the first thing that we notice about one another, whether I'm actually thinking that or not, it is because we're very visual people. Exactly. So the book is definitely a full story encompassing those notions and just also going more into my life. That's so exciting. Tell us where we can get this book. The book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, local bookstores. You can get it pretty much anywhere. I am course, so excited. Amazon, everything's on Amazon. If you're on, <laughs> let me just say this. If it's on Amazon, then it's worth buying. Yeah. That's what I have to That's all I have to say. So how I long? Have, I have a question. Go ahead. So, yeah. how, so if you are going shopping and you're one of those people that's, I know sometimes when I go shopping alone, I I doubt myself because you're in the you're in the fitting room alone. You're trying on something maybe that's a little trendy and you're not sure. Do you think it's best to do that alone, or do you think when someone goes shopping they should bring someone with them that they trust? Obviously, and it's not somebody that's going to say, "Yeah, everything looks great on you." Right. But I think it just. Like 
Yeah, I think it depends on the person. Like, are you someone who in general looks to other people for their opinions, for other decisions that you make, or are you someone who just relies on your own voice? I feel like the only person that I genuinely ask their opinions on if I really feel like I can't make the decision on my own is my mom, just because like you said, like I know she'll be honest with me, but I don't think it hurts to have someone to be that second voice and to give you that second set of eyes. I also think that sales associates are honestly great people to utilize because they're not being biased. Like, okay, you might think, oh, they're trying to make a sale, but at the end of the day, like most of them are very, very honest. I've had some be like, that is not your gene or that is not your dress. Uh I'm like, I appreciate that it's someone who I don't know. You know what I mean? So I think it just depends on the person and how you make your decisions just in general in life. Sure. What is the myth with the matching belt shoes pocketbook kind of thing? Is that a thing? Or because like people freak out, like my belt doesn't match my pocketbook doesn't match. Right. Like I think that might be a Florida thing because my grandmother (laughs) rest in peace. Like that was always her thing. Palm Beach woman. She had to have the shoe to the bag to the belt, like you said. And like, it had to be tailored to every outfit that she had. I don't think we see that as much anymore, at least in the millennial sort of age range of dressing, because people are more, you know, experimental and want to have fun mixing and matching. But I think the women who do feel like they have to be matchy, 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 as I would used to call it. Yes. Yes. I just don't think that's, you know, sort of the trend isn't even the word. It's just not sort of the notion that we're seeing right now. It's different, like if you're going for a monochromatic look, right. you're wearing one color from head to toe. But I think people should be less afraid okay. of taking risks and mixing and matching. All right. we, we've been having a debate like forever. She's, she's a native Floridian. I am not. I'm a New Yorker. Gee, you couldn't tell. But <laughs> we, I have this thing about wearing white after, you know, September. Yeah. What is it? Is it a thing or is it in my head or is it a New York thing? But like we say, don't wear white after Labor Day. And then when everyone goes down to Florida for Thanksgiving and Christmas, like you're back to wearing white. So like, right. what is that rule really? Like, I think it's don't wear white in September and October is really technically the time that we're referring to. Okay. You're probably wearing your jeans. Do you wear white jeans like at this time of year in Florida? I don't. No, don't. I don't. No. Interesting. It's usually spring and summer. Very interesting. I don't know. I feel like that rule was more talked about, I would say, you know, a couple of years ago and definitely my whole childhood. But now in the last five years, you don't hear it as much. And I think there is the notion of wearing winter white. Yes. Yes. I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. It just depends like on the fabrics that you're going for. If you're going to wear like a really luxe white cashmere, you know, sweater and beautiful. That's not happening down here. (laughs) (laughs) You are. But in Florida, I it's honestly when I think back, like I don't remember in the last couple of years people really wearing as many white jeans during the holiday season. It's true. Mm-hmm. So maybe more spring summer. So what what do you suggest if somebody is like you said when they go to the store and, and to definitely use the sales person to help you? Um, I think a lot of people are afraid because sometimes the salesperson is so much younger that they're afraid that they're going to do that. So do, do people generally seek out someone like you and how, how can that happen if you wanna to speak to somebody who can style for you? Well, I don't style people one no, on one, but there are definitely people who do that as part of their jobs with their personal stylist and they'll you know go around with you and go through that experience, which 
I think is something that's great for the women who need the help and want the help. There's nothing wrong with asking um, for help, but yeah, I think the age thing, I understand why sometimes age is a reason for people thinking that, oh, they're not going to get it. But at the same time, like I'm 26 years old and I feel like people always are like, you're such an old soul, you know, uh-huh. you could be however old. So I think it depends on the person and the experience. Sometimes the younger sort of people kind of get it more of like what actually looks fresh, but still appropriate. So I think it just like depends on who you're dealing with and it can't be capped at a number. That's true. You know, sometimes I ask my, I go to my 16 year old daughter and I'm like, is this okay for me to wear? And she'll tell me like, yeah, it looks right. good. Or uh, no. no, my I brother's very honest. He's 16. And I always ask him like before, before the pandemic, like before I would go on a first date, I'm like, is this okay? Is this okay? And like, even though he's 16, I trust his opinion. No, me too. Like, I, I asked my 17 year old son and he is such a critic, might I add. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, he gets it. He definitely gets it. Sydney, you are absolutely charming. And yes. I, w- I could sit Thank here and speak you. to you for it's days. I hope that you will come back and visit us again. I think you're fabulous. Thank you. I would love to. So fun. You guys are like the dynamic duo over there. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I appreciate that. Um, everyone, please know that Sydney um, is, is an author and her book is Aim High, How to Style Your Life and Achieve Your Goals. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, local bookstores, and it's going to be worth the read. She is absolutely charming. And I thank you so much for coming on the show and being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. And happy, healthy new year to you. Bye. 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 Are we ending it?